Gun and up and running. Live. We're live. Okay, I can't be too loud. We got the, we got little baby Ellie here with us in the building. A round of applause for the newborn. First newborn to be on a podcast. Um, ever. here ever on last Sunday. Um, actually ever in podcast history. Um, so round of applause for that. <laughs> And your boy's super high and bothered, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. We don't usually film at night, so we don't have to use the light. Yeah, we got a lot of sleeping and, um, yeah. <laughs> but if the baby starts crying, you know, just bear with us. If not, I'll probably try to cut it out and we'll figure out what we're going to do. But, hey, you know, this is what we have to do. Mm-hmm. Parent, this is what it is. Parent life. Mom and dad life, as they say. Speaking of uh, mom and dad life, um, how does it feel to have a number two for you? I mean, you're the one that has to deal with all of it. I'm kind of just... You have to deal with it, too. <laughs> um, it's, it's, I mean, it's good. It's stressful at times. It's hard, but yeah. it'll be worth it in the end. Yeah. Um, just... I remember the last time we were on, like, mid-podcast, we had to stop recording because I thought that you were going to have a baby. It was crazy. Yeah. You were like, I got to stop. I'm like, all right. So, <laughs> And then now we got you back on and the baby's out, so. Yeah. Now she's on. Yeah. So how how did, like, I remember, like, well, obviously I know, but, like, for the audience and all that, um, this pregnancy was not good for you. No, it was not. It was rough. I mean, compared to some things that other people go through, I guess it wasn't, like, the worst experience that I possibly could have had, but definitely wasn't the best either. <laughs> yeah, and I, I remember all the nurses were telling us that it's because it's a oh, girl. Oh, you mean the labor? Yeah. Oh, you said you pregnancy. Don't... Oh, yeah, 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 no. Sorry, the labor. Yeah, no, then the labor was really rough, yeah. Yeah, it was terrible on you, and I'm, like, I remember all the nurses saying it's because it was a girl, and... yeah. So I, when we hit, when you had Elias, he was not that bad. No. So I didn't get epidural with Elias or with Elizabeth. But with Elizabeth, it was just bad. It was really bad. Yes, it was. It was really bad. I was I was like, what is going on? Like, And then, like, not to mention our, our doctor, you know, he was... Not, not a good guy. Not a good guy. <laughs> not a good... Your boy almost had to fight the doctor. Like, low-key, low I almost had to fight the doctor right there and then at, while she was giving birth. I was about to pull the baby out myself. I had to. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was crazy, man. Yeah, no. It was it was rough. It, I, th- I think, too, it's rough. I mean, I don't know how much you want to get into it, but I think it's rough because, like, with her and with Elias, like, I progress really quickly. Yeah. So, like, I go from nothing to something. Yeah, I think you were like, I don't know how much dilated, and then like it was like, let's go, it's go time, and she was like, screaming and yelling and in pain, and I'm just like, I don't, I can't do nothing. Yeah, last time like, I know you said last time that I was yelling, but I think like with Elias, I don't remember yelling like that. With this baby. Yeah, no, this one you were. With bad. Elias, I remember like rolling back and forth, like it was painful. But, yeah, no, you but. you yelled a little bit, but it wasn't as bad as this one. You were like, <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do this repeatedly. And I'm just like, well, the baby has to come <laughs> out, so you have to figure it out. <laughs> oh, man. But, I mean, you know, one thing that I hate, too, is just like, we wanted to get out of the hospital so bad. Yeah. And I remember we thought we were going to have to stay there another night, and I was just like. Yeah, it just, it. It sucked. So with Elias, we were there for three days because Elias had different issues when he was born. But Elias, we were there forever. But it sucks like when you have a kid and you go to have another kid. Because yeah. like you have a kid at home that's like being watched. Like possibly they have to go to different people like in between that time or whatever to like, you know, manage everybody's schedules or whatever. That's just like too much to like be concerned about your kid that's outside of the hospital, be in the hospital and just like... It's too much. You have to deal with all that extra. So, like, how, like, I know you said, like, it is what it is, you know. you That's the one problem with Allison. 
is that she's very straightforward and generic with her answers. But how does it really feel like to have two kids? Like, did you, first of all, did you think you were ever going to have two kids? And then third of all, like, how does it feel like you have another person? And I can tell you how I feel. Yeah, I mean, before I had Elias, I thought, like, I'd have, like, two or three, like, an average amount. And then after I had Elias, and, like, I kind of, like, changed the way I thought about things in life and stuff like that. She's like, I want 20. Yeah, I thought I was going to have, like, <laughs> four or five, you oh, know. Oh, my God. But, but, but two. we came into agreement. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever, but, <laughs> but two, like, I had this assumption when I had Elizabeth that, she was just going to be like Elias and that my my recovery was just going to be like Elias and yeah. all these different things but different things happened in my labor than with Elias so my recovery is different and then she's just a different baby yeah they say all babies are different and they are different <laughs> no and I remember like I talked about this in the last episode um I was just talking about how like I felt double the pressure now and you know a kind of partial in the beginning I felt like that but it kind of went away from me just because like I'm gonna be doing the same thing that I was doing with Elias yeah I mean it's a little bit like I'm getting less sleep tell you that much but it's not like to the point where like there's anything really majorly different yeah no she sleeps pretty good too like compared to what she could be I mean we are getting less sleep yeah but you know (laughs) but you know it's it's a part of being a parent and it's like I don't know Plus, it goes by so fast. Like, it seems long while you're in it. Like, every day, you're like, oh, I'm so tired. But, like, at the end of the day. And then they just, grow fast. Like, that's what I'm saying. Oh, man. Life's like, going to be two. Dude, life's going to be two in <laughs> September. Just looking at him, I'm like, what? Like, I feel like that was the hardest part of having her. Like, when she came out, I was like, yeah, Lice isn't a baby anymore. Like, no, just seeing just... how small she is. And, like, I mean, she, was, she wasn't, like, tight, uh, like, small like he was when she was born but just seeing like the size comparison between yeah. a newborn and a two-year-old i was like yeah he's not my baby anymore you know <laughs> no, he's so big and it's crazy to see how he interacts and how he is and just like i don't know man honestly like every single time i look at him i'm thinking to myself like i'm getting old i'm about to be like i see like i'm gonna be old i'm gonna be an old man like with these kids and they're like not listening to me and i'm like hey i you know it's so crazy like, i feel like i'm gonna be telling them like hey you know i don't i wouldn't do that because I'm, I'm not gonna be that type of parent like i'll be tough on them but i'm gonna let them learn on their own like hey like i don't i don't think you should do that and then they do it and they come back like man i'm like well i told you you didn't listen to me so yeah you gotta put your hand in the fire sometimes like you know when your mom like tells you to put your hand in the oven like Sometimes you got to kind of put your hand in the oven for you to learn that, hey, the oven's going to be hot. (laughs) So, but, yeah, man. Uh, You know, it's it's been kind of like I've been trying to balance everything out. Me and Allison have been talking about it. And, you know, last week I didn't have an episode um, and just kind of spending time with, you know, the family and working and stuff like that. So it's been pretty tough, you know, your boy – your boy's trying to adjust, you know. Allison's like a pro. I feel like she was like born to be a mother, and I feel like I, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm born to be a father as well. But it's just different for me because I handle things different than she does. And um, also, I'm just like in the process of just. I feel like too though. I feel like, like a lot of times people want things to be fifty fifty these days, and I feel like we need to stop trying to like put fathers like to be mothers like expecting them to be like mothers because fathers and mothers are their minds work differently yeah they work completely differently and both are needed you know what i mean but we all we like put this put this like thing on dads like oh they don't they don't wake up or they don't hear them crying or like just different things like that and it's like they're not meant to be like they're not the mom you know yeah, I mean, and as a father, I can attest that, man, my patience is very thin. Like, yeah. with Allison, she's very patient with the kids. She can, like, you know, obviously everybody gets upset like everybody does. We're, you know, we're human beings. But my patience is very thin. Like, I'm just like, oh, I can't. And she's like, relax, I got it. Let me handle it. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll let you do it because I am about to go crazy. 
But, you know, it, it's a balance out. Like, you know, you got somebody that is putting, making sure things are check, in check, and I feel like the mother is that person to kind of make things in line and make sure that everything's running smoothly. And And I feel like, you know, a mother, like women, I feel like don't get a lot of credit for that, especially mothers that actually are there with their kids taking care of them why the, the you know the husband's at at work and you know so round of applause to the mom <laughs> you know it'd be good right now if i play like dear mom like tupac <laughs> just <laughs> we all appreciate it you gotta ask him first yeah true no i mean we go way back so <laughs> sorry he knows what's up <laughs> no um but yeah man um Man, I don't know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, no, like, with the two kids and everything. I feel well, like right there's now nothing I just to don't do. Know. You just keep going. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, you could like sit down and be stressed about how hard things are. If things are harder, be stressed about how hard things could be. Or you could just keep living. Like, nothing's gonna stop. Everything's going to keep being itself. So well, you just got to keep going. I remember, like, we saw that Kevin Hart movie. Uh, I forgot what it was called. The Fatherhood? Yeah, The Fatherhood. And I remember, like, I remember being Alice and watching it, and I'm just like, I could not. Like, right now, like, as her, as a newborn and all that, I would need help. I would probably go to my grandma's house and my aunt and just have them stay with them and have them help me. It's just yeah. sometimes, like, and that's another thing, like, it's like what Allison said, like, mo- we need mothers and we need fathers. And, like, for a father to be a single father, like, man, like, props to that. Because yeah. I can I feel like it, it, it'd be easier if they were, like, older than toddlers, you yeah. know? Like, if they were, like, school-age kids, I feel like it'd be easier. But I feel like, crucially, in those, like, toddler and baby years, mm. like... That'd be difficult. Well, in the movie, his wife died giving birth, so, like, that right there, that's why yeah. I'm like, I'm like, no, I can't, like, I mean, I mean, if you I would, had to, you I would had do to. it, you yeah. know, but it would be one of those things where it'd be tough, like, I have to try to, like, you know what I'm saying, yeah. I need help. <laughs> I'm not doing it by myself, I cannot, you yeah. know what I mean, and I feel like as a mother, like, you're built for that, so, like, I, that's why I feel like a lot of times, you know, if you do have, if there is a single mother, then, you know, they can kind of get it done. Yeah. I feel like this might be controversial or whatever, so I don't know, or, like, triggering. But, like, I feel like that's why, like, postpartum is so high, too, like, postpartum depression, because, like, it's rough. Yeah, Like, when you have a baby, it's rough. And then, like, at least if you're a dad, like, you're not, like, hormonally going through just having a baby. Like, you got to deal with yourself. You got to deal with this person that came and, like, anything (laughs) could barely hold their head up you know (laughs) yeah you gotta it's just like just flopping around just yeah it's rough i mean elizabeth she's like a pro she's already just yeah i'm like how the heck is she like she came out like head up and just (laughs) where's the milk where's the milk this yeah. girl drinks so much milk is crazy. She yeah. just be drinking milk, 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 <laughs> milk every second. Lo, we gotta talk about this too. We gotta talk about how the freaking we went to our doctor's appointment. Oh. And when the baby first comes out, they they're not at their like they're not the same weight when they come out, they lose weight and then they kinda like go down even further than that. Yeah, so like when a baby's born, they're sitting in amniotic fluid. So they have water weight. They have excess water in their body. Usually, if they're born vaginally, naturally, they'll squeeze out a lot of the water when they're coming out. If they're C-section, they'll be super heavy, super extra heavy because they didn't squeeze out any of that water when they came out. But when she came out, she even drank water. Yeah, she I got, remember. She, she was, got, like, coughing really yeah, bad. Yeah, so she, it was rough, but she, <laughs> she had a hard time. So it wasn't it wasn't just bad on her, okay? Yeah. It was bad on the baby too. Yeah. But um was it called? So go ahead. Buy oh, uh, and then so we went to the doctors and they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, she's not, you know, she's kind of light um, you know, 
um, she was like maybe substitute substitute with formula. Yeah. And then Allison like was like, nah, I'm not doing that. Like I am not doing that. We breastfeeding gang over here. Yeah, no. And I told her <laughs> like, so with Elias it was bad. So a baby is yeah. supposed to lose seven to ten percent of their body weight after they're born, right? Because that's the water weight that they're supposed to lose. And if you keep in mind, if you're breastfeeding, especially the, for the first time, it could take five days for your milk to come in. Yeah. Like fully come in. But it when obviously the more times that you have kids, the faster the milk comes in after they're born. But whatever. So you got to keep in mind these are all the percentages or whatever. So she only lost seven ounces altogether. The the most she lost was seven ounces. Elias lost fourteen ounces, which is two ounces less than a pound. Yeah, he almost lost a pound. He was weight. small when he came out too. Mhm. Uh, he had like other problems and he couldn't stay awake to eat and stuff like that. But he almost lost a pound, and I was like, all right, so my son was way worse than this, so <laughs> I can, if I need to, I can pump, and I'll give her extra milk that I pump. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, no, I think you should yeah, give her extra formula. Like, and I'm like, pressing. what's the difference if I give her extra milk from me or if I give her formula? Like, that yeah. doesn't make sense to me. She was pressing hard on the, the formula. Oh, you know, I think it's better for you to substitute a formula. And Allison was like, I'm not doing that. And then um, we kind of stuck her to her because when she came back, she gained weight. Yeah, she's oh, she gained a pound and two ounces. Yeah. And, and she was like, like, oh, how'd the supplementing go? And I was like, yeah, I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, it didn't go because we didn't do it. We're, we're a breastfeeding gang over here, all right? And Well, it was unnecessary. Like, if this is the thing. If I knew my child was not eating and they were, like, you know, they needed it, then I would, subs- like, I would substitute. But if I have the milk and it just took me three days for it to come in, like it does anybody else and then Allison's like bro her her milk is flowing uh, over yeah flowing yeah and my, my my grandma's over she's like Stavian Baca, Stavian Baca. she was like telling her everybody how how much milk she producing like I mean we can have gallons over here low key if we wanted to but uh <laughs> not to get into that but it yeah, and it, it's just crazy how much they like push the the formula on people, man. And it's just like I feel like it's just to to make babies fat and obese and have other health problems. But this is the thing, like this is a touchy subject for some people because some people feel bad that they had to give up or maybe they were working and it was too hard to pump or whatever. That's fine, but we're not. We can't lie and say that breast is not best. Oh, Obviously, yeah. to eat is best. If you can't do it, feed your baby. Like, yeah. feed your baby however you have to feed your baby. Or if the mom's, like, passed or if anything happened, if the mom's just not there or you have problems with, like, substances or something, obviously just to feed the baby is best. But we can't sit here and lie. Like, the the milk that your body produced for this baby that you made is not best for the baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, that's designed for the baby to feed off you. Like, and specifically that baby, like, every single time, like, Elias's milk is gone. It dried up, it's gone. This is her milk. Yeah. And if she gets sick, I'm going to be producing antibodies to, like, yeah. help her sick. Like, this is her milk. It's kind of like, and if you think about it, it's kind of crazy that, like, a doctor, someone that you go to, right, to I mean she's a she's a pediatrician right yeah. for a baby so it's specifically for a baby like you go to take your baby to to make sure everything's running right and the doctor recommends you to take formula which is not real milk versus your actual milk that you produce to give your child and like like you know it's like what Allison said it's like you know I can't speak for every mother because you know there's some that can't you know they work or you know just different situations but if you're capable and you're doing it and they're like yeah well you know your 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 kids you know three ounces below it's supposed to be you know maybe just give them like formula when you're like no I'm not like doesn't make any sense to me like I'm just gonna keep trying to feed her and it's just crazy how like they they push 
push it on kids and yeah i think i think honestly and truly i think the reason that most people don't breastfeed is because they breastfeed for a while and then they don't have support so either someone like because two if it's your first time and it's the baby's first time it was hard for me with elias because like getting them attached and different things like that is hard when you both don't know what you're doing you know what i mean so if you don't have anybody anybody helping you like have them latch or you don't have anybody helping you like with products or whatever like just different things like it, you're not gonna do you're not gonna do well you yeah. know or if, if all they have to say to you is like oh yeah well formula is an option yeah. then obviously you're not gonna succeed and like uh, another thing too like with you it was kind of just right away well with her yeah yeah with her with her and it's like for first time especially like when the doctor asks you like oh have you breastfeeded before and then mm-hmm. you're like yeah and it's like yeah, and you I told, told her, her I did for 18 months. Like, yeah. that's, like, I did it for a year and a half. Like, I, yeah. I know what I'm doing. Like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> and it's just, I don't know, man. You know, it's, I don't know, you know. And, it, you know, you know how many times that this formula has got, like, recalled and yeah, different like, stuff Yeah, like, literally I see it. things, it's like, if your kid got this <laughs> stomach thing from Similac. If your kid or, took Similac, <laughs> call this number now. <laughs> Literally. If one of your kids has three arms, yeah. <laughs> call this number now. And then the craziest part, too, I was telling Angel, is like, right now, supposedly there's a formula shortage, right? And there's no formula. Why would you tell a woman that's breastfeeding to go buy formula when there's babies out there that's moms don't have milk anymore because they And there ain't no paid. formula. There's way past, you know, the milk dried up already. <laughs> and there's no formula for them. Uh, she's like, yeah, I, get, I think it's time to substitute with formula. And you're like, okay, where, though? <laughs> like, <laughs> you tell me where the formula is at, bro. Like, Maybe I'll try if I can find it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? What is going on? Like, I got milk right here. Yeah, you see, you see, like, literally there was people driving, like, 20 miles, 40 miles to different stores, store yeah. to store to store, looking for formula. Yeah. And you're going to tell somebody that's got milk. Mm-hmm. To go buy some formula. Buy some formula. I'd rather give that a to a doctor. baby that needs it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's tough times, man. It's tough times, and it's a battle. And it's uh, I honestly feel like it's just about you know money. Yeah, it's big pharma. It's about money. It's about you know, hey, let's give your kid formula, so and then they are over overweight, and then they they have health issues later on in their life because they've been bre- they they've been drinking formula since they were like what two three now days yeah. and you know what I mean and then you're eating all this bad stuff because you're used to it's just it's a cycle man it's a cycle you know yeah. and but you know what I'm saying we, we we know the cycle we woke over here <laughs> all right so if you sleep and wake up uh people are like what (laughs) no yeah i mean like i said like i'm not gonna knock anybody that formula feeds like it's not really my business why you do what you do but it's like i feel like you should at least try i feel like you owe it to yourself and your child at least try yeah you know even if you're working like just do it on your maternity leave and then go to formula if it's too hard yeah uh, I want to get into something that's going to be controversial, and I'm just like, let's just do it. Just because. Um, me and Allison talked about this while Allison kind of put me on, on this about how we talked. I know we talked about feminists and we talked about women before, and, you know, Allison's like a big advocate of. Um, anti feminism? Anti feminism. How do you say it? Sorry. I'm feminism. Anti feminism. It's nighttime. Yeah, I'm tired, guys. I'm not gonna lie. I work this morning. I'm just like, but you know what? We're gonna keep pushing on, and I am not gonna make any excuses because I signed up for this. <laughs> but, um, but no, like we, I know we talked about it time and time again, and um, you know, it's just crazy the dynamic of what feminists feminism is right now and Allison's kind of like a big advocate of being a stay-at-home mom you know being a house maker a homemaker and and you know kind of just like how things were kind of meant to to patriarchy 
Yeah, and I feel like even like me as a man saying that, people would kind of be like irritated about it. Like, yeah. oh, what do you, of course you want us in your in-home cleaning. And I mean, like, bro, like, if you think about it, like, you real deal think about it, you can stay home with your children, yeah, with your but... kids, and, and, like, chill, be with your kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, watch them grow, cook clean, do these different things, like, and you don't have to work. Like, I'll be, I'll be here with my kids, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? The saddest part is, too, like, half, okay, so, like, most of the women think it's ridiculous and that they're wasting their potential and wasting all these different things, right? But then half of the stay-at-home moms that are stay-at-home moms then just spend the whole time complaining about their children and their husbands. Okay. And be like, like, I mean, you know, Jacob is just getting on my nerves lately. Yeah, like, you know how, you know how, like... I it's also it's disgusting to me. I know disgusting is an extreme word, but it's disgusting to me. How many people online try to like bash their children and their husbands online to be relatable? Yeah. Like you remember that thing that was like um F you or whatever the lady the lady gave her kid the chicken nuggets that like spelled out the words or whatever and like F you. Yeah. I forgot exactly what it said, but it was said something ridiculous to a toddler and the toddler was like so like smiling so happy that their mom was like giving them food. And it said like some crazy message or like you. I think it said you pissed me off. Yeah, I think it was that. And it, it was spelled out with ch- the chicken nuggets. Yeah, and I was just like, that's ridiculous. I just felt like it's it's just like, it's normalizing like, it's just normalizing to be like being bad to like it's a joke, but it's not funny, because like, the kid doesn't know. Yeah, and like, if you've seen how genuinely happy she was to, yeah. like, get her plate of food. And no, yeah, that's sad. And, and they do, like like you said, they do it for social media. They yeah, relatability, yeah. Yeah, like, and oh, the same- look at us, like, you know, yeah, it's tough. That's the thing, like, with men, like, us as men, like, we can't go online and complain about our job. Like, if I went online and I was just like, you know, this happened at work and this and that, like, people would be like, bro, what like you're a guy you're a man like bro take your take take your butt to work um but yeah so like you know i I just i just don't think that it's right like even even if your husband isn't necessarily doing everything that he's supposed to be doing or you are upset about a certain thing or whatever i don't think that it's right to on publicly shame your husband or your children ever yeah for what like what like you know what i mean yeah i mean yeah it's what can you do social media is normalizing a lot of bad things that are not i don't know they're just it's just not like it's not okay and it's crazy because like some of those things like you you'll get canceled for something that's like truthful that actually is facts. Yeah. But and then like you, cause your opinion on on something is more pleasing to the eye, they'll agree with you, even though it's not real. It's not facts. Like not facts, or it's just hateful, or it's just ungrateful, or it's. I don't know. I don't know. You're gonna get straight facts here, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna sugarcoat. I want to show all aspects of what I like, who I am. I'm very open. You know, Allison is not but uh (laughs) but like for me i'm like that so it's like hey you know hate me or love me if you don't if you don't like it then don't listen yeah like uh, it's uh, like i feel like this is you having conversations with different people right they're just listening to your conversations so if they don't like the conversation then don't listen to it True, true, but low-key lo- listen to it and share it. Um, Does <laughs> your boy need those views? Uh, no, but, yeah. And I wanted to get into, like, I remember I had a conversation with my little sister, um, and I was talking to her, and she's kind of, I love her to death, um, but, you know, she's diff- she has different opinions than me, and, and that, that's fine. You know, I, it doesn't really matter. And I have, like, different opinions with my little brother, like a bunch of people in my family, but it is what it is. And it's not... It's that's the one thing I love about like it's never to the point where it's like 
I don't yeah. ever want to talk to you. And there's people that, there's family members, there's people out here that are really... Yeah, cough, cough. <laughs> yeah, really, really bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? To the point where they'll never talk to you again because of, like, just not, like, something so small, which is just like, come on, what are we doing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it is what it is. But I remember I was talking to her and I was just like... I don't know. I was I was not like speaking right, and I was just not like making sense. But I remember like you know Allison was kind of breaking down to me how it was. But so like the like they were like you were telling me like how the government kind of tricked women into feminism. Yeah. yeah. So I don't I don't want to get into like logistics and time periods and stuff like that because yeah. I'm not trying to have people come for me. And you know, but. take this with a grain of salt. Because, like, we're not experts on this, but I remember you telling me about it, and it kind of makes sense. Like, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So, basically, men went to war at a certain point, and women started working, and that's when, like, the woman with the little muscle and everything was the iconic, like, we're yeah. working, we're whatever. Um, And women went to work, and they're like, mm, it's kind of nice to have some money. It's kind of nice to do my own thing. But <laughs> also... It's kind of nice how money. <laughs> but also, that's how I. That's how I always seen it. That's how I always believed it. But another thing I seen too, which that was a push. That was a push that they did. But another thing too is like consumerism began soon yeah. after that. So then, um, they're making a lot of things that replaced what the women did anyways, like kitchen gadgets or this yeah. or just different different things, right? And they spent less time homemaking more time wanting to buy those things that spent less time homemaking Dang. and then they were like you know well i just, might as well go to work buy these things and not take care of my home that's crazy because i have something else to do it for me you know that what I mean? makes sense because like before that they were like spinning like they're like hand like the same way the the doug and stacy they washed their clothes with the, the thing they're doing different than th before that hand they were washing their clothes and stuff like yeah, that. yeah they were doing different and before like Maybe the crock pot or whatever. I don't know which first kitchen gadgets yeah. came out. No, I know what you mean. Like, like it was but, probably like a refrigerator, and then, and then it was like the microwave, and then it was like a toaster, and then mm -hmm. it was just making things easier for women to be not homemakers. Yeah, and that's why too when you when you start to see as the housewife progresses, then you get into the housewife then just being kind of a burden to the husband, which kind of sounds bad, but like. First, you see them actually working. They they take care of their home or whatever, you know, like homesteaders are and stuff like that. But then as you see, as time in America goes on and more things like the car comes out and this comes out and that comes out, you see them do, them just like, that's when you get that picture of like a 1950s, 1960s where they just wear dresses and they're on the phone all day with, talking to their girlfriends. You got the flappers and they're out in the club. And well, stuff. that's the 20s. Okay, I'm going <laughs> Timeline's off, but you know. But you know what I'm saying. So as yeah. as time progressed, and then oh, and then you got like you got women like, I mean I know this is later, but like Marilyn Monroe and like all these different actors and people wanted to start doing that, and then you got women being more independent, you know. Yeah, and I told Angel too. I think part of feminism, I think part of it is what what was hard was they seen how it was to work, and I feel like this is the problem. So if you are if you choose to live a lifestyle where you're a homemaker and you're a housewife, your husband's gonna leave, right? And if you pick the wrong man to lead, then your life's gonna be miserable, because you don't have any money, you don't have any anything to yourself. You got these a bunch of kids, no income, no, no, you know what I mean? And a man that beats you, or a man that has alcohol problems, or a man that goes and gambles all their money when they get their paycheck or yeah. cheats on you or whatever and then you're just stuck so i get that because there's probably so many women that just depended on their husbands and they're just like they're just like this no i'm not yeah yeah and yeah you know but also and, and it's i like, think that comes with the pressure of being a man too because like it, it's just like a equilibrium you know it's like you know being a, a man going to work providing and coming home and doing 
all this other stuff, making sure that, you know, the water's working, fixing the salt, you know, cutting the grass, all this other stuff, fixing the car when it breaks down, whatever. Um, I don't know how it was then, but, like, all these other pressures, and then you kind of, like, then you got the man that kind of drinks alcohol, or you got the one that kind of gambles and do, you know, or cheats, and I'm not making an excuse, but it's just kind of like a, yeah, it's like a titter-tatter, you know? Until, yeah. like, now, it's, like, it's not even, there's, it's, like, it's being married and being home as a mother and doing all that, it's not even normalized. Now yeah. it's, like, it's not, it's. Yeah, yeah, like, literally, we want to homeschool the kids, and when we say that, everybody, like, has a ridiculous reaction. Like, that kids can't be homeschooled. Yeah. Or that something's going to be wrong with them. Because... Well, I think there's a stigma to like, oh, when they're homeschooled, they're they're sheltered or they're gonna be socially awkward, and it's like. Well, I, I got. I, think I to gotta say, I went to school for <laughs> thirteen years, right? K through twelve. I went to school for thirteen years, and I am um, socially awkward. No, so yeah. <laughs> I think very, it depends. I think it depends on the person. Very socially awkward. We would go to family gatherings, and everybody's like, "Is she okay? Is something wrong with her?" I'm like. That's just how she is. She doesn't really talk much. Yeah. But, um, something I gotta deal with. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, and it's it's crazy. Like, I don't know, man. It's just you know what it comes down to. Too, it, it kind of like as much as feminism is affecting women, it's affecting men because we're not doing what we're made for. Yeah. And then you have men that are, you know. It's just like a cycle, cause then you got men. So you got a man that opens up to a woman, right? He's with that girl or whatever. Then she cheats on him or whatever, because it's normalized nowadays. Mm-hmm. And then he's broken. So what does he do? He bosses up and he gets right, goes to the gym, does all these things, and then he's sleeping around with a bunch of different girls, and he's doing the same thing to those girls. And those girls are just—it's like a cycle. Well, that's the problem too. That now we have this idea of dating and we don't court anymore so courting is like you're dating somebody to marry them right you yeah. you use you, you're with someone you're friends with them and then you when you start dating them you're dating to marry you have you're you have in your mind that you're gonna marry them you know when yeah. you start dating now now we have this idea of dating like oh i'm gonna date this guy oh he doesn't do this, or he doesn't have this quality. He doesn't have this quality. Break up with him. Oh, I'm not going to be with him. I don't like the way his hair looks. Yeah, the same with guys, too, though. It's not just girls. Yeah. Guys, oh, I'm with this girl. Oh, this girl has a nicer body. Or, oh, this girl does this. Or, oh, oh you sound like that. Oh, you know. Oh, because oh. that's how they act. It's no. like back and forth, back and forth. It's like, dude, just pick somebody and yeah, start try, a life. Try to make it work. And it's tough, man, because, like, I think it's harder now. I think it's so much harder for this generation. I think it's to find harder somebody. because everybody has them dating mentality. I don't know what it would take to go back to courting. I don't know. Oh what no, it would I take. don't. I. That's what I worry about. My my, you know, with Elias, my son, and you know Elizabeth. Now I, I worry that when they get older, they they don't even know if the person that they're gonna marry is truly going to be the right person for them, and that's the that's the problem with the generation, is that now it's so common that you you don't know like it's so common to to the point where like you think that it's fine, you think everything's good, and then but I feel like too, I know like when they start dating and all that they're gonna be a little older, but I feel like that's the that's the purpose of having a good home church to have, yeah. to be in and to like also be involved in their extra like extra activities so if they do sports or whatever that I know who their friends are at their sports or yeah. stuff like that not saying I have to know everything about their life yeah. but I want to know the kind of people that we're, we're putting them around and putting them around good people or knowing good like organizations or like places that they can hang out and meet people yeah. that's where they're going to meet the best people yeah, and, you know, it, it just, like, goes back to what I always say. It's, like, the enemy's working as much as uh, as much as much God is working in your life. And, you know, right now I feel like we're just in the times where it's just not good. And, and you know, I, I, I'm i the type. I am in my own battle, you know what I mean? Like, and me and Allison, too, we're, 
you know what I mean? We're trying to do right by each other for our children so they can see what it is and what it's like to actually be in a healthy marriage, happy marriage. And and I think that, like, if you're listening to this and you want to get married one day and all that, and I would say find somebody that that kind of agrees with the same core values of what you do and 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 do it for your kids you know do it for your kids you know like you know a lot of times they're like oh they stay together for the kids and you know they'll say different stuff like that but if you really think about it it's understandable because like your kids is your future like it's how your kids come out is based on how you how how you were as as a father as a mother and as and, as uh, like maybe unsensitive as this sounds like your children choose to be born you decided to do whatever you did to have your children and now you kind of have to like face that like you can't yeah. just you can't just be like oh this is inconvenient for my life so i'm just gonna do whatever I want to do and just drag my kids along with me. Yeah. Obviously, you're going to make mistakes. Obviously, you're going to do things that upset them or maybe they think that wasn't the best idea, but you thought it was the right thing to do at the time. But you can't just, like, live your life and then be upset later. See, the, the thing is, if you live your life however you want to and you just drag your kids along, your kids are probably not going to like you. Yeah. Or like how how they were brought up. Well, they're gonna have problems later on because yeah. you know. Yeah, because you put yourself first, and that's not how it works. You can't no. just put yourself first. No, you can't, cause you're the one that that did did what you had to do. <laughs> <laughs> you did the do. Um, so you have to deal with those kids. Um, and it's tough, man. It, that's crazy, cause there's a lot of people out here just like. Yeah, no, hey, that's yeah. the problem too. This that's the thing. Like you said, the enemy, like you break up the family unit, you ruin everything. And you're seeing that. Like people don't think You know, and you know where it starts? With masculinity. They're mm-hmm. taking away from men. Like it's okay to be in your masculinity emotions. Masculinity and femininity. They want yeah. men to turn into women and women to turn into men. Yeah. Literally. Bam. There it goes. Round of applause for that one. That was <laughs> But no, it's true cuz like if you take the man out of the head of the household, then everything falls. And it's like, as a man, you can't, like, you can't just, you can't get into this, like, I don't know. It's like, like, I, I've been seeing Andrew Tate on my TikTok like crazy. And, you know, a lo- that? that's that one bald guy with the oh. glasses. But um, I don't agree with a lot of the stuff that he says. You know, sometimes I feel like a lot of those dudes, they're just kind of like, I get what they're aiming at, and I get what they're trying to do, but at the same time, it's like you you are also causing the cycle of not having good women. Yeah. Because like you can't be with a girl and then like dog her and then like be like, oh yeah, I'm because you got hurt. You know what I'm saying? And then it's just yeah. like a, like what I said, it's just a cycle. You're just causing the cycle. Find a good one. Just be with her. Just stay with her. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? It's not hard. Um, And I feel like some of those guys are kind of just teaching, like, you can be whoever, you can be with whoever and whenever you want, and it's it's not healthy. But some of the stuff they do say about, like, masculinity and and being a man and doing all this different stuff, going to the gym, like, I feel like that a lot of what's going on is that, a lot of men or are kind of like they're weak man they're weak and also too it's just they don't care about tradition they don't care about they're lazy too they're just lazy yeah that's what it is you know like my job they're They're just lazy yeah my job i do concrete work 90 percent of the workers there are all mexican there's probably like i promise you on everything all the super there's like most of the supervisors are white, but there's probably a total of, like, two white guys that work in there. Yeah. What, in the first shift? I don't know about second. But it's just crazy because it's, like... It's the same thing. Like it's just they, crazy, man. It's the same thing, like, they say, like, all the time. You'll never see, you'll never see an immigrant with, like, a, a will work for food sign. It's only Americans. Oh, yeah, no. They'll be, like... Because American... 
I mean, you know how many clips I've seen of that? Like, oh, I got work for you. Come over here. Like, I got, I'll pay you. Just I needed some stuff done. They're like, oh no, no, I'm okay. Yeah, bro, I'm Mexican out there, man. Oh, see, oh, andale, amanos, amanos. They, they, they fixing your roof, bro. They wouldn't even be out there. They, they'd no, already they, be working. They already be working on something. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if they don't know how to, dude, if they don't know what they're doing, they'll figure it out, bro. Yeah. They, I don't know how they do. And man, it's you know, I, I don't know, man. Like for me, sometimes it's like it's hard for me. But I'm, I'm stuck into that Americanism sometimes. I'm like, man, I don't want to do this. I'm lazy, you know what I'm saying? But I think to myself, like, I think to myself, like, how they think to themselves is like, they got a family, you know. Some of these guys too, they they've been in America. They 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 were probably in Mexico when, you know, they were five and you know, and they've been in America, but they just know that they have to. They know where they come from. You know. Well, either you know where you come from or, too, like, the same thing we're trying to do for our kids. Like, when you are raised that way, that's just the way you think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, whether people like it or not, we're raising our kids, like, je- like with regular gender roles. Like, like you know what I mean? If, if they want to do other things, too, I mean, as they get older, they can leave and they can do whatever they want to do. But we're going to teach them how we, how we live. You know what yeah. I mean? And if you do that, they're going to, like, Elias is going to want to provide for a woman when he gets older because he's yeah. seen you do it his whole life. You know what I mean? There we go. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, you know what I mean? And it's the, it's the way that it's supposed to be yeah. done. Yeah, and it's, it's, too, like, if you go back, I know we always say that, like, if you go back, but if you go back, too, you think about it, sons always did what their dad did. Like, you didn't think about what your job was going to be if your dad was, like, an electrician. You're like, all right, well, I'm going to be an electrician when I grow up. Oh, yeah, your dad's a plumber. You're like, oh, I'm going to be a plumber. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like, you, see you the, just did it. And you see the kids out here in the country area, and they're, like, out there hunting with their dad, or they're working on a shed out there at the age of seven and six. <laughs> like, those are traits I wish that I had. Yeah. Every single time, like, your uncle, for instance, who we had on the podcast, Frank, um, this guy knows how to work. Like, he can build a house up from scratch. Like, he knows how to, like, do housework and, you know, work with lumber and all this different stuff from his dad showing him how to do it. Yeah, he's been doing it since he was probably Elias' age. Yeah. Like, and, handing him things at least. And yeah, like and it's just, like, I, I wish I had those different traits. Those are things I wish I would have picked up because now as a father and now as having a family, these are the things that I don't really know how to do. Like, I know how to work on the car here and there from my dad because my dad, you know, worked on the car, and I remember picking up on things. But as far as, like, handiwork at the house, you know, fixing things up, maybe remodeling, like, bathroom or stuff like that, those are the things that I wish I would have kind of picked up on or tried to learn because these are things value. These are valuable for your family, you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's expensive, man, to go spend money and have some guy yeah that's the problem too the american thought like oh i'm just it's convenient for me to pay somebody else i'll just pay somebody to do it it's like or just do it (laughs) you know like and and it i don't know you know i'm happy that like you know i got like her uncle that i already talked to him and he's gonna show me some stuff and show me how to work on things and because i told him man like I want to learn, you know what I mean? And those are the things, like, if you don't know how to do it, find somebody that does and learn. Mm-hmm. Like, spend the time to kind of learn um, because these are things that are going to be value- valuable for you later. Yeah, so honestly, like, as a man, survival skills are probably, like, the thing you want to, like, learn yeah. how to do. Like, you probably want to learn how to hunt. You want to learn how to fish. You want to know how to at least build some type of... You want to know how to fight, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, but, you nah. know, at least build something that you can. You don't even know, you, you don't even rain. know how to. You don't even need to know how to fight. You just gotta have that. You know what I'm saying? At nine on you. Know what I'm oh saying? my god. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, man, yeah, it's tough. You know the world we live in. You know, take it day by day. Um, anything else? Mm, no. I mean, like, if you say I mean, something, no. I, I can go, but I don't have anything. Well, like, yeah, Alice is just here to be here. Like, hey, what do you think about it? You know, it's just like, you know. I'm not here to be here, but, like, I don't have anything We're just so, like, we're just different. But I love yeah. it. I think it works. Yeah. You're just kind of like, yeah. If I you know. ask me something, I'll elaborate on it. Yeah. But I'm not going to, like, 
go out of my way. <laughs> yeah, you know, well, I think you should do this. Okay, but like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's his like least favorite thing. He always asks me, oh, what, how do you feel about this? Or what should I do? Or what She's do like, you yeah, want? Yeah, I don't know, you know. Yeah. It's up to you. I'm like, well, that's why I'm asking because I don't know. I need help. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, anyways, I guess <laughs> that's just my life. Um, no, but, you know, you got some things in the work, guys. Your boy is working. Oh, new logo, too. Uh, well, new cover art. If you tell me what you guys think. New cover art. You'll see it on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. If you listen to us, it should be on there. Have um, you, have you talked about your new intro yet? Since you, oh, no, you y- did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then new intro, it might change again. Allison doesn't want me to change it again, but I kind of want to change it no, again. No, it looks nice. Tell him not to change it but again. But, anyways. That's one thing that I gave you an answer on, so take my answer. I'm never <laughs> answering oh, it yet. Oh, man. Um, also, too, check out MMA Amateur with me and my brother. It's uh, it's our YouTube channel. Uh, it's pretty fire. We got some fire content, so if you're into MMA, Go check that out. Yeah, I um, edit it. No, you don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do, and I'm very tired every day. Uh, also, too, what else what was I going to say? Oh, I'm working on some, some some merch, guys. I'm working on some merch. Your boy's working on some other things to kind of, you know, okay, so I'm going to be open with you guys because if you guys listen to this, you guys take time of your day, so I'm going to be transparent, but... I'm working on, you know, getting people on virtually just because it's hard for me to get people in studio. And um, your boy wants to keep it pushing on here. If not, you're just going to see me by myself. So Yeah, or you <laughs> and see I a lot have, of me. Yeah, a lot of her. And we only have so much to talk about, <laughs> and we kind of need to get these gems from people that can bring something to you guys. So I'm working on doing that. Um, so I'm working on, you know, working on that. And um, I think that's about it, man. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, appreciate it. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Had the love, lovely Allison Day. Um, not my last name yet, but soon. Round of applause. <laughs> you know, you like that. That was. You didn't. You didn't have to call me out. Okay. Whole name. All right. All right. We'll see you guys on the next one. Peace. <laughs>